Luke was exhausted. He had traveled all night, and so far there were no signs that he was being followed. The first hints of dawn were peeking over the surrounding hills. He paused for a moment to rest and focused on calming his labored breathing and stretching his aching muscles. His body ached in ways he never even imagined it could. The unfamiliar sounds of the wilderness had kept him moving. Unseen insects chirped, squeaked, and buzzed, and shadows ran past his feet. Wildlife had prospered since the terror wars nearly wiped out humanity fifty years ago. Oversized caterpillars munched, crunched, and gnawed at the canopy above. A four-inch-long furry creature fell on Luke's arm, and he gave an involuntary yelp as he brushed it off with the back of his hand. "'Damn bugs!' he mumbled, stepping over the orange and black-banded caterpillar and picking up his pace. An hour later, unable to go on any further, he tripped and fell into a ditch. Exhausted and aching, Luke thought maybe he should just stay here. The ground felt damp beneath his back, but at least he was hidden in the hole. As the sun rose, he looked up at the brightening horizon that framed the mountains. John Bjork had made it seem so easy. The physical exhaustion, the sweat dripping from his brow even at night, and the strained muscles. The author never mentioned those agonizing miseries a body could endure. Or maybe his fictional hero was always strong enough to overcome them, so the author never felt a need to mention them. Luke felt weak and pathetic for complaining about trivial inconveniences. He reminded himself that Bjork wasn't real and gave himself permission to wallow in self-pity for a moment. And then he thought of Isabella. If he did not find her soon, she would get sick from the TB bug she was harboring. Maybe the mutant tribe she was with would be fine. They probably had some resistance to the disease, but he and Isabella were shelter folk. Life without the exposure to the outside had afforded them no such immunity. If he had contracted TB after such a short time outside, he was certain that Isabella had as well. Too tired to even complain any longer, he fell into a fitful sleep. Nightmares about Isabella eluding capture by the military, only to be brought to her knees by the disease inside her, soon wrestled him awake. An image of her lying on her deathbed, with sores all over her skin, her eyes bulging, and blood pouring out of her nose and mouth, brought him into full consciousness. The ditch he had fallen into was actually a shallow gully. He lay in an awkward position, face down in the dirt, his heavy pack still secured to his shoulders. He pushed himself into a seated position, spit out a mouthful of grime and dirt. His neck was stiff and sore, and he wiped at the thick layer of dirt that covered his face. The bright yellow sun was inching westward, marking it as mid-afternoon. He guessed it had been more than nine hours since collapsing into the ditch at dawn. Forcing himself to his feet, he shook his head, trying to dislodge the images from his dream. The visions from his dream were not how tuberculosis killed. 
Even he knew those nightmare symptoms were not TB. Whatever he had seen had been much worse. Luke removed the heavy pack from his shoulders and glanced at the clear sky. At least it was not raining. His stomach gurgled and complained of inattention. Last night's dinner at the military base, as satisfying as it was, seemed like forever ago. He checked his canteen. It was nearly empty. He had consumed most of his water during his midnight escape. Knowing that finding clean water would be a priority, he chugged what little water remained. Then, after dumping the contents of his backpack out around him, he took inventory. Inventory. 